Welcome to the Hard Fat Truth. This is a podcast about weight loss and building a community around weight loss. Whether you want to lose weight or whether you've already lost weight and want to help others, we're going to take this journey together and this project together. I'm the host of the show, Chris Bell. Let's get the show started. Welcome to episode nine of the Hard Fat Truth. This episode is going to talk about discomfort or feelings of being uncomfortable. Uh, before we jump into the episode, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, first announcement is that we have moved over to a group page on Facebook. So look up the hard truth of being fat and look it up for the group and join us with the group. So uh, still have the Facebook page, but the big part about the group is that it is a closed group and allows us to have interaction there that only members in the group are going to see. So we've moved that over there uh, in a bit of a lesson learned. And the reality was is that on the page we were posting some stuff and then everybody could see what we were posting. So if you posted there, everybody on your Facebook page could see it. So the group is closed, which means that only members of the group can see it. Uh, and any member of the group at this point can add you or add another group member um, so that we are just sort of inclusive of who we are in the group and what we post there stays within the group. The nice part about that or the neat part is in the last week or so that the interaction is much better. We have a lot more interaction out there. People are talking about different foods that they're eating, uh, posting some different recipes of some options for Meatless Monday, uh, some stuff I'd never thought of, uh, seeing quinoa used for a Mexican option, which is pretty awesome. People asking about different technology that we use to track our calories, to track the health and the output like MyFitnessPal or Strava for cycling or different tools that we use like Garmin's and Fitbit's. So you can find some commonality there and line up with some different people and maybe have other people on that join you and become accountable if you're part of a, a group uh, on there. So I found a couple of members on Strava and have followed my cycling that I've done and I'm now going to follow them. So again, it just builds a better community, right? I mean, that's what this is all about. This whole project is about building a community of us. Uh, it's not a community of me. Let's not feed into my narcissism because that wasn't the whole intent of this. The whole intent is to build a community and for everybody to help everybody. <clears throat> I can't be there to answer everything. And it's neat because that, that interaction is starting to take place. And then as the group grows, it's going to be even better, right? We'll have better interaction with each other um, and more people involved in it, which is awesome. And you're going to find more people that line up uh, exactly with you rather than just with some minor similarities. So appreciate it. Jump over there. Look it up on Facebook. Add some friends. If you're already on it and you're listening to the podcast, go look it up or add a friend to it and bring them on if they want to be part of it. Um, we're all in there, whether we're struggling to lose 10 pounds, whether we're struggling to stay at the weight that we're comfortable at and a healthy weight, whether we're trying to lose 100 pounds or whether you've already lost 100 pounds, uh, be part of that and help somebody else out. Or whether you've taken it too far, as I've got into some discussions with a few people on the group page and outside of the group page, <clears throat> where some of us had already gone through events in our life where we actually took ourselves to an unhealthy uh, lower weight and, and had to learn what healthy was and acceptable was. Uh, the next announcement that was on the last podcast and is out again on this one is that we've got ourselves on iTunes now, which I think is pretty awesome. We got audited and put into iTunes and they do audit every podcast before it goes out. So we'll release on Anchor, and then shortly after it comes out on iTunes. So I'll make the release on Anchor at an oddball time, like 4 in the morning now, for all you people that wake up that early, which is not me. 
Um, and then by the time I get up and roll out of bed at six o'clock in the morning, it should be good to go with iTunes and, uh, and pumped out on iTunes. It's really important with iTunes that if you're listening, go over to iTunes, give it a rating, uh, you know, give it a couple of stars and give it a quick little review. It helps Apple keep the podcast going and know that it, people are listening to it and it's a podcast it should stay active with. With Anchor, I believe as long as I keep posting, it'll keep running. With iTunes, it wants to see some activity in it. So it's important to do that. So please share that with people and please get uh, a review thrown in there. Um, again, not to fill my own narcissistic needs or my ego, uh, but to keep it going for all of us. <clears throat> so on the topic of that, I want to talk about discomfort. And I want to talk about where it came from. So uh, building the group page was because some people were uncomfortable with uh, stuff that was going on in the public page. And it wasn't just one person that reached out. There were several people that reached out to me, as well as some people that reached out to me about the name of the podcast and the name of the group. Um, that it was, you know, they thought the podcast was interesting, but they didn't want to join a page because of the, what the page was labeled. Um, you know, the hard fat truth and, and having the word fat in there. So... It made me think a little bit that I'm comfortable with having these whole conversations. I'm comfortable with calling the podcast and the page that, uh, but other people aren't. Why? Because we live in a society where we're able to provide ourselves with comfort pretty quickly. We can pick up a phone and call somebody if we're stressed out or we need somebody to talk to. We can text somebody. We can post on social media and get an instant reaction. If you're cold, you go walk around the corner and turn the heat up in your house. If you're hot, you go turn the air conditioning on. If you're not feeling well, you run to the doctors. Um, you know, all of these things are able to provide us comfort pretty quickly when we feel like we're in an uncomfortable type of a situation. So we are used to living in a life where we can have instantaneous comfort when we're not comfortable. So labeling the podcast this and labeling the Facebook page that it has provided some discomfort to people. Um, I also realized that people are on their own private journey. Like this is not just about me. This is this is a private journey, and maybe it's not something they want to have public. So again, the neat part about the group, it's closed. So we'll keep it amongst us. But I also realized that at some point in time, we have to embrace some discomfort if you want to have growth. Uh, I believe that my grandparents grew up in a world, and my wife and I just talked about this recently. You know, they they couldn't easily pick up a phone and call somebody to deal with discomfort. You know, they lived in a different time and a different age uh, where their life was filled with a lot more discomforts than ours, but that was just normal. That's how life was. Now, I don't want to take us back to the 1930s. Um, I, I personally, I wouldn't have this podcast and I wouldn't be on this cell phone doing this if that was the case. But I do believe it's created a society and uh, a, a group of us who are not really okay with living in that that discomfort. So, how do we approach that and how do we do something about it? Because not doing anything and not putting ourselves in that situation is costing us our health. So if you're backing away from that and you're not willing to embrace it like I am, then what's that cost to you? Where does it really get you? Um, it's not going to get you anywhere. It, you know, you're going to sit around and you're going you're gonna to take the easy answer and you're going to take the easy out. And you're going to take that easy path because we don't want to feel, uh, we don't want to feel that situation and we don't want other people to think different of us. We, 
we're worried that if we post and other people look at it and see it, that people are going to judge us. So I'm going to tell you I labeled the, this, and I'm okay with it because I get to choose how I feel about people in their interaction with me. If someone wants to call me fat, I choose whether or not that bothers me. I choose whether or not that makes me feel uncomfortable. But I'm okay with that. I, I've reached that point. I've gone through that. Going back eight years, when I first went through my weight loss, there was a lot of it that was private when I had finally stopped and thought about it. And there was a lot of it I didn't want to share back then. So I had to go back and remember that. Going back and remember that reminded me that, you know, people are at different spots in this journey. Um, and people are at different places, whether it, it is the, the little bit of weight you want to lose and it's 10 pounds or whether you want to lose 100. Um, we all have to be at a different spot. But you have to make a conscious decision to make the hard choice. So that's the first thing I want you to do is think about the hard choice and the roadblocks and think about being uncomfortable. Because I'm going to tell you, if you join the group, you're going to watch around for a little while and you're afraid to interact. But the minute you do and that first post goes out and, and that discomfort leaves you and then you start getting interaction and you start realizing that the people around us in that are all living the same life, the reward is huge. When I look back to when I first lost weight and got into triathlons, I kind of kept to myself until I finally reached out and, and, and tried to make that decision and move forward. And I made that a very private thing for myself that I was going to take on a triathlon and I didn't tell anybody because what if I failed? What if, what if I wasn't successful? What if I wasn't able to complete a triathlon? What would everybody think of me? The reality is nobody really cared. Nobody cared if I tried something and failed at it. Nobody cared if I tried to do something and they weren't trying to do it um, what happened were people engaged it after I did it and was successful at it and the reward was my health interaction meeting other people that were living the same thing I was and going through the same thing I was and then joining communities of people living the same thing and from that I started pulling people as resources uh, you know some people are intimidated by the bicycling post I probably put out the other day where I did an hour and 44 minutes of cycling in the heat, in the wind, and it was uh, 44 kilometers of riding, which to me nowadays isn't huge, but I want to go back to where I started. I started riding four kilometers, and that was really difficult, and I did that several times and was not successful, um, you know, in the terms of I'd ride, and my ride wasn't getting any longer. I wasn't getting any more capable. And when I finally allowed myself to remove a roadblock and ride with somebody who was out riding 50 kilometers on a regular basis, uh, a buddy of mine that I actually scuba dive with who was active, who finally said, let's go, and we're going to go for a ride. So the first thing he did was put a heart rate monitor on me. And as we were riding, he asked me what my heart rate was. Well, my heart rate's 168 beats a minute. Well, we're going to slow down. Well, I don't want to slow down. I've got to ride faster. Well, we slowed down and I got into a heart rate that was achievable. And the next thing I knew, I rode 10 kilometers. Then we had a conversation about how heart rates are important and how your endurance and how you can achieve a longer ride is based around the effort you're putting into it. Do you want to do a longer ride? Then you have to have a more of an endurance, slower effort. 
Um, so again, he was a, he was a huge resource. And then my, my rides went from 10K to 15K to 20K to 50K to eventually I did my first 100-kilometer bike ride with other friends that were in cycling that I also latched onto and, and helped get me to where I am now. Um, so these people and these are resources once you remove the roadblocks. And it's important. It's important to do that and step out of your comfort zone. So the other thing I want you to do is reprogram yourself for the easy answer. As soon as people ask you to do something, the instant response in your brain without even thinking, and you can tell me that this isn't the truth, but I'm going to tell you you're lying. Your first response is no. No, I can't do that. No, I don't have time. I'm too busy with my family. I have too much on my plate at work. Um, I'm not really a runner. I'm not really a cyclist. I'm not really a walker. Uh, I'm not really a health person. Like, our brain goes to that immediately. So stop doing that, and I want you to reset the answer. The minute somebody asks you, watch yourself for a second. And I want you to do it, whether it's in, in health, or whether it's at work, or whether it's anything else. You don't need to answer, but I want you to just consciously think about that and stop for a second before you make the answer. Um, if it's work and they're trying to get you to do too much at work, you know, stop and think for a second and then go ahead and answer that however you want. But when it comes to your health, stop and think about it and answer it different. Don't say no. If you're nervous to go out to the group that's walking here at CK in the mornings at 6 a.m. in the morning and you're seeing them post or you've heard me talk about it in the podcast and you're not sure that you fit in there or somebody asks you to go and your first answer is, no, I'm busy, I don't know anybody, stop for a second. Think about it and go. Because I'm going to tell you, I haven't been there, but I can already see that it's an accepting group and it's people at different levels that have struggled with different things and that the reward you're going to get for doing that far outweighs it. Um, you know, I watched an individual post about the calories she had on the weekend in our site and the steps that she took and she did that while pairing up with somebody else. So she brought somebody else along and probably had a great conversation and introduced them to stuff and engage them to see what she's going through in a lifestyle change. Um, so that's pretty important. So the third thing I want you to do, which kind of goes along with that resetting the easy answer, is say yes. If something scares the crap out of you, say yes to it. If you're scared to go to the walking group, say yes to it. If you're scared to go out for a bicycle ride with people that you've never gone to with, say yes to it. If you're scared to try to learn how to run, say yes to it. If you're scared to... Get onto the Facebook page and engage people. Say yes to it. If you're listening to the podcast, but you don't want to join the Facebook page, join it. So everything you would normally say no to because it makes you uncomfortable and you don't want to be there. It's time to, it's time to embrace that because the reward on the other side of it, after you get through that little bit of discomfort, is amazing. And how do I know that? I know that because I allow myself that vulnerability nowadays. I get the reward from it at work. I get the reward of what comes out the other side because so many people say no. Uh, my wife and I, you know, I'm going to get into our relationship a little bit. We base a lot of our relationship on hard conversations. We are willing to sit down and have hard conversations about money, about resources, about our house, about our kids. Things that I think a lot of people put on a back burner and let fester to build into something it isn't. Uh, often my wife and I will sit down and we'll have a conversation we don't really want to have and it literally is 30 seconds of discomfort and you get it out there and the next thing you know, the cadence and the whole conversation has changed and we're kind of laughing that we thought it was a hard conversation and it was uncomfortable. 
but we collaborate on how to how to get through problems, which is great. And I'm glad I have that. And I'm glad that we do collaborate. We don't always agree on everything, but we usually find a common method and realize that some things I'm not going to agree on, some things my wife isn't going to agree on. But the big key is that we have the conversation up front so that we don't have a festering thought of how we think something should be. So saying yes and choosing the hard path leads to a much better reward. You can keep saying no. You can keep saying no and you can sit on the couch. You can keep saying no and you can keep eating cookies. You can keep saying no and you can keep eating emotionally. And you can keep saying no, you'll start tomorrow. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe when all the jujubes are gone. And what you're doing is you're giving in to problems. You're giving in to your health. And you're giving in to things that are only harming you. Or you're at least avoiding the things that are going to help you. Man, when I first sat down to do this podcast, you want to talk about uncomfortable? I can't even begin to explain to you how uncomfortable it was. You know, I, I appreciate Ben who challenged me, who poked at me every week. Hey, how's the podcast coming? How you doing? Um, have you got your podcast out yet? And I gave him excuse after excuse. Um, you know, and the reality was, is I had reported or I had recorded the podcast probably 20 times and I deleted it. It wasn't good enough. It didn't sound right. I made a mistake. I made an error. I said something I didn't want to say. Um, you know what? I finally embraced the discomfort of that. And I just recorded a podcast one day. I went, that's it. I'm publishing it. Let's see what happens. And the reality was, is I had a response within 20 minutes of publishing the first podcast. I had somebody that reached out to me and I was blown away, absolutely blown away because here's this, you know, a little bit of a podcast shoved out there. Nobody's going to listen to it. Maybe five or six people. I'm going to give it to a few people who know me. And maybe if I give it to 20 people, five of them will listen and maybe someone will say something. I published it, posted it on my Facebook and literally had somebody reach out in 20 minutes. And it's grown since then. I've had a great interaction with Matt Tape and that interview and a lot of great responses and people that have reached out. So I've embraced the discomfort. It's rewarding me. I'm watching the group grow and I'm watching the interaction grow. And that's what I want. So embrace the discomfort because what's come out of it now is amazing. And I can see it getting bigger. I, this is something I believe in. I believe in the podcast. I believe in the community. And I believe that this is going to grow. And I believe it's something that we're going to grow with together. So I'm pretty excited about that. So let's talk about embracing discomfort some more. I'm going to throw it on here. And uh, now that it's going to be out here on the podcast, I guess I'm going to have to do it. we got a couple of interviews I'm looking at lining up with people who have lost some weight. Uh, people who are struggling with the yo-yo of weight. Uh, I also have an interview coming up with Ben Labadee. We haven't quite committed the time or sat down, but he is the author of the book, Eating Sober. We've had some conversations around the book and around things that I think are interesting that need to be shared with everybody on here. Some people are already familiar with it, but the people who are outside of our local city are, are maybe not. So I want to get Ben on this. So he actually suggested that we do a Facebook Live while I do the interview. So I said yes, because it's easy to answer yes on social media. Uh, but now that I'm putting it on here in the podcast, I guess shit just got real. So... Um, I'm committing to it. So I've never done a Facebook Live uh, for this, just as I had never done an interview when I interviewed Matt Tape. And you could hear the nervousness in the beginning of that. So you'll probably hear some nervousness, but we're going to do that. I don't know when Ben and I are going to do it, but we're going to sit down. We're going to have an interview. 
we're going to talk about eating sober and we're going to do it through a Facebook live as well as record the podcast at the same time. I'm going to make some mistakes and uh, I'm going to make some errors. We're going to probably have some laughs. We'll have some laughs, we'll have some chuckles, but what I think is cool is we're going to bring you the core of Ben's system and his book about eating sober. Uh, I think it's important. I think some of the keys that he's got in there are keys to people having successes, and uh, there's some simplicity in it. Uh, I personally haven't read the book yet, but I'll probably challenge Ben to see if he'll give one of our listeners or one of the people on the Facebook page a free copy of the book, um, and we'll get through it. So again, what comes out of that is your benefit. Our community will benefit from it, and our community of the hard fat truth will benefit from me jumping into a zone of discomfort. So reach out to the page, join the page, reach out to friends, add them to the page, bring somebody into the page you think might benefit from it, ask them to join the page. Maybe you're not comfortable just pushing them on the page right now and and getting them there because it seems kind of pushy, but ask them, give them the link, provide them the information, um, provide them the contact link, provide them the podcast links and see what they think. Maybe they can grab an opinion of it. So this is a rather lengthy podcast this time. But I've had a lot going on this week and wanted to get it out. So that's it. This is the end of episode nine. Uh, we're coming up on the weekend. I hope everybody has a great weekend and we go and you make magic happen. Thanks for joining us.